You're listening to Crystal and Emily on Love Your Shelf, the best librarian podcast in the extensive and highly competitive field of librarian podcasts. Yeah. Let's kick off episode 11. And this one is going to start off and it's going to sound very serious, but we're going to end on a lighter note. So, <laughs> or at least that's my plan. We'll see what you have to. Oh, I was going to say, I'm, I don't know what to expect right now. <laughs> <laughs> like to toss a wrench in there. Every once in yeah. A while. Keep me on my toes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the first book that I read this week, it was um, on fascism. I That's thought you were going to say fashion, and <laughs> those are very different things. <laughs> yes, that fashion is very serious for me. But right, right, right. <laughs> so it's called "On Fascism: Twelve Lessons from American History" mm. by Matthew C. McWilliams, and um, it was. I I'm not going to say I enjoyed it. Okay, I don't enjoy well, fascists. I was about to say it's tough to enjoy that. Yeah, but it was a very good history, and it um, he does tie all of these things together, these um, historical events and how they relate to our current state mm. of the world. And um, I would, I strongly, I would recommend it for any you know, okay, history buff or anybody who does want to understand why sort of, um, like I said, how we got to where we are now, mm-hmm. um, and you know whether you agree with the way that some people use that term Mm -hmm. um i think that you can we can all still agree on these historical facts and then of course then there's the interpretation by the author of sure together and that kind of thing so sure um yes so there was that so after that i uh wanted to sort of stay maybe on that um, sort of hard edge, you know, I was feeling very um, <laughs> hear me roar, you know. Uh-huh, I uh-huh. So I found this book called Single That, Dispelling the Top Ten Myths of the Single Woman. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we were just talking about this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, the author is Akamiya Deadweiler. Which a great is a name. Great, yeah, but wonderful <laughs> name. But I did not enjoy this book. Oh no! No, I do I did tell. not feel I did not feel like roaring or anything. I just sort of shut the book and walked away from it. <laughs> like um, no reaction at all. <laughs> well, not really. No, it was it was really very personal to her experience. Okay, I was about to ask what the angle was. Yeah, and so it was like, so when this happened to me, and it wasn't. You can't say. That your personal experience is representative of all. Absolutely people. not. Right. So yeah, I was I was disappointed by that one. Make After it a memoir rather than like a. I don't know. Exactly. Here, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not a how-to. It's a memoir or something. It felt like maybe her editor stirred, you know, steered her the wrong way. Oh. Or something because okay, she was she was very very clearly writing like a very personal thing. Sure. Uh, and then it was just had this title. So, oh wow! Yeah, that's yeah. pretty misleading. Yeah. Anyway, maybe she has other things that are great. Not you know judging her. And it wasn't that it was bad. It just wasn't sure what I was before. I guess right, right. 
So then I, I just... well, I think you should write the one that we're both imagining. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think anybody I don't think anybody's ready for that version let me just say that buckle up the world is not ready <laughs> but, so then I went way outside of way, way far away from from mm-hmm. that whole path that I was on and I discovered that Deborah Harkness who I talked about with um, Jessica Sowell on oh, okay. episode five I think um she wrote the discovery of witches and or a discovery of witches. And she has another book that neither of us, I asked her, asked Jessica about it. She didn't know about it either. It's called times convert. And there's a, it's like a separate volume outside of the trilogy that she wrote. Oh, cool. So I was like, Oh, how did I, this book has been in the library. I didn't even know it was here. It's not right and, past you. Yeah. For months. <laughs> so I snacked it up and I told Jessica that I was gonna read it and um it wasn't bad. It was it was part of it, you know, it tells the story of the same characters, you know, sort of like a different perspective mm-hmm. a little bit. Um but it felt a little pandering maybe, a little mm-hmm. rushed, like I gotta get something about these characters out there while they're Yeah. Again, maybe there. someone's editor was yeah emailing them furiously <laughs> i can picture it for sure uh so i, I mean i finished it i read it it was good okay um then i picked up is this anything by jerry seinfeld oh. yeah and it's like he it's broken into decades like 70s 80s 90s and on and then it's like him giving a little bit of a spiel about his like starting in stand-up and then what you know kind of sets up the context and then he just like writes his jokes that he's told Ugh. in those different eras and uh it's was pretty it good. good okay yes. i was like oh, wait i hope it's good, be good. <laughs> no it was it was good because you can hear him telling those yes jokes. i appreciate yes i appreciate a strong voice so much yeah because if you and if you read them just like without thinking about it with his like delivery, uh-huh. they sometimes on the page they're not very funny. But then no, of course not. Their, you know, I mean, I think I've I've talked about like I remember watching Seinfeld as a kid and my mom cracking up <laughs> at the jokes, and I was like, "What are you talking about? That's just <laughs> he's just observing something that I see all the time." <laughs> and it, yeah, it's something you have to grow up and learn to appreciate. A good strong voice. Yeah, and it's funny because, like in the in the first section, he's in the seventies, because um, he started stand up when he was like I don't know twenty or something. Oh my god! And so his jokes are about like his mom and his dad. Uh huh. You know, like so. What about when your dad does this? And it's <laughs> it's pretty adorable. Oh, I was about to say <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I did start another book. I haven't finished it, but I guess I'll go ahead and mention it because it's sort of, it's pretty interesting. Uh, it's called Interlibrary Loan. By, nice. Yeah, by Gene Wolfe. And it's actually um, the second in a series, and I haven't read the first one, but I was just, it was a an advanced copy, so I just mm-hmm. said I'm going to listen to it, or I'm going to read it. It just follows a book on its journey <laughs> <laughs> through an inter- interlibrary loan. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, from the book's point of view <laughs> right it's it's actually 
pretty cool. It's about this, um, it's hundreds of years in the future. And uh, so civilization is very different. And there mm-hmm. are clones and robots. Uh-huh. And so the main character is a clone of a mystery writer who's deceased. Oh, that's cool. Yes. And so, and he lives in a library. Cool. So he's like, he is the inner library loan in the book. Oh my God. He's being loaned from one library to another. What a great idea. Yeah. So it's intriguing. And I've, I'm only about a third of the way through, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with it because I'm, I want to see where he's going to take this. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So what about you? What are you reading? Well, okay. Last week I said I was going to start <laughs> the, it's a juvenile novel called Rat Rule 79. And the summary was super wacky. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I was a little bit like, what am I getting into? But it has been so delightful. I'm maybe a quarter of the way through. I'm a pretty slow reader. Um, but it's really fun. It's funny. Uh, the voice the talking about a strong voice um the voice kind of reminds me of lemony snicket a little bit Mm. and i was thinking that and then i realized noticed that he had like um put a little blurb on the book saying how much he loved it and i was like oh that makes sense um it's just yeah really silly off the wall like you have no idea what's gonna happen next um but it's really sweet like one of the characters is the elephant in the room and it's (laughs) an elephant. Um, So yeah, I'll keep you posted as I make my way through it. But so far I'm really pleased. It's really sweet. Um, So that's yeah. Rat rule 79 by Rivka Galchin. Um, Yeah. That's all I'm reading at the moment, but I have, are we moving? Should I move on to what I've been watching? Yeah. Go for it. Okay. So um, here is my true crime Mm -hmm. spiel real quick. Um, on HBO, they made a series out of the book, I'll Be Gone in the Dark by Michelle McNamara. Yes. Um, so now they've made a documentary series and it's really good. Um, you know, so yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, Michelle McNamara was a true crime writer. She was married to the comedian Patton Oswald, and, um, she actually, she died really suddenly, um, a couple of years ago I would say um in her sleep didn't she in her sleep yeah yeah I think it was like a heart condition or something which is horrifying Mm. um and I I love I mean again I think this is the um the show about voices this week (laughs) (laughs) um because I I loved her voice in the book and it's really good to be able to like literally hear her voice and see her Um, in the documentary series she just seems uh, seemed like such a cool smart person um yeah rest in peace Michelle McNamara and I really recommend this um documentary series and um yeah on a personal note like I got way too much glee out of this they (laughs) um they had the Golden State Killers hearing where he pled guilty um yeah on the day that I got engaged and <laughs> I'll remember that forever. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on to something lighter. Um, I they, So Hulu just put out a movie called Palm Springs. 
Um, Andy Samberg is in it. He's one of the leads, and I cannot remember the lead woman's name. Um, but for anyone who has seen Modern Love, which I know you have, Crystal, she is the woman in the first episode about the the girl who gets pregnant and is really um, close to the man. Um, oh, I can't think of yeah. words now. The man in her building, her yeah. apartment building. Is it Kristen Milioti? Is that her? Name? Maybe. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. That last name. Yeah, seems familiar. Okay, thank you. Um, it's so the movie is. I didn't really know. I I really like Andy Samberg. I always have. He was on Saturday Night Live when I was in high school, so I've always had a soft spot for him. But I wasn't totally sure what I was getting into, just because I knew it's it's basically a Groundhog Day situation, like the, a spin on living the same day over and over again but it focuses more on like we are actually living this day over and over again and sort of I don't know there's some darkness to it um but I laughed a lot and um yeah I really enjoyed it it's silly it's a little bit crude at times but um I had a lot of fun watching it and I mean that it was fun yeah I um put that on my list after you recommended it because I I, I didn't know what to think about it because mm-hmm. sometimes when you come across like you just see not even the the preview you just see like the poster for something yeah and it doesn't it doesn't look good their poster for I that know. movie I know I and know I was like no. uh, what kind of like hipster <laughs> I don't know like angsty movie is this gonna be right. kind of exactly so, and I I hope that because like I said I went into it a little bit apprehensive um, and was pleasantly surprised. So I hope that my recommendation doesn't, you know, give somebody super high expectations. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was really funny. No, I think I think it looks good. I'm looking forward to watching that over the weekend. Okay, cool. That's I, what I've got. I want to see what you've been watching. Yeah, I want to go back to I'll Be Gone in the Dark because I watched it. I watched the first two episodes. Ooh, is there a third episode out? Yet? The third one came out this last Sunday. Okay. So mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I watched the first two and then I got creeped out <laughs> Yeah, because I was watching it late at night, you know, by myself. And I was like, uh, I'd like to sleep. So I'm going to switch. Yeah. I mean, it's because it's a case. I mean, it's a case that involves, you know, this man waking people up yes. in their homes. Yeah. So, yeah, like it was a book that I couldn't read. I had to Nick had to be home. <laughs> um, when I was reading that book, I couldn't be home alone reading it. <laughs> yes, yeah. So I, 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 and I thought it was great, and I loved being able to see her and her relationship mm-hmm. with all of her, the people that she worked with, I that know. she was researching, and because there's video of her too, which was great. You know, it's not just mm-hmm. after the fact. And um, I have to admit, when I first heard about the book and I um, read it. I didn't know much about the Golden State Killer, and I mm-hmm. I thought that I'll Be Gone in the Dark was referring to her. Oh, like and it, you know that she, that yeah, like that she would say, or that, and it was poignant, you know, because she died in her sleep, and right, it, right, and so I thought that, and then I discovered that that's what it, the Something. Golden State Killer said to like mm-hmm. you can. You know, if you do that, if you try to get away, then I'll. He says something like, you'll, you'll be something and I'll be gone in the dark. Yeah. Basically saying like, your life will be ruined, but I will be walking free. Your life will be over. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that because it was definitely, uh, it's, I want to second your, your recommendation. Yes. Uh, if, I you just, can, yeah. if you can handle it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that. definitely. Like, again, make, make sure you're not home alone. Yeah. Maybe watch in the daytime. <laughs> exactly. And then follow it with something that will make you forget about it completely. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, my all of my viewing I haven't even listened to anything the past week I've been just viewing things about food Um, okay and I didn't even intend to like this is just this is just what happened and so (laughs) um, aside from so while I was you know watching while I'm gone in the dark um, or I'll be gone in the dark Mm -hmm. and then uh, (laughs) otherwise well while I'm gone in the dark that's that's (laughs) a whole different show but (laughs) I would, you know, took a break from that and like watched some Bon Appetit, of course, because that's my mm-hmm. go-to. But um, my sister, she's been like, she'll send me messages like the, you know, Heritage, Chef Show, Hulu, you know, like that's mm-hmm. the text mm-hmm. message I get. Uh-huh. And so I checked that out and it's awesome. If you've ever watched Chef's Table, um, that's another great food foodie show. It's all about chefs and this one is like i think it's eight or nine um episodes it's on hulu and it's new or it's new to hulu at least i think it's pretty new um and it's it's about um chefs who sort of are um at the forefront of um you know what they're doing and that's most of them are doing or all of them are doing some form of farm to table um, mm. like even like to the extreme where they begin as farmers and then they just open a restaurant like on the farm. Wow. Um, yeah. I want to go to those restaurants. Yeah, exactly. And so it's beautiful and it's, um, it, the format is even very much like chef's table. It's also done very beautifully. So I would recommend both of those. Cool. Um, and then I watched, um, another one that she sent me that there's a new season of that or a season I hadn't seen. It's a little show called Worth It. And have you seen this? I was about to say I've heard. Why do I know that name? It Tell is, me. It's a show about these two guys. And they um, they go, they travel to like a different city um, or even different country. Like one of this season, they were in Thailand for part of it. And, and they like pick a dish like a fried chicken sandwich. And then they have oh, a cheap the one prices. And a yes, one. I yeah. have seen this. Yes, and so, but there's a new suit, a new season, um, like six more episodes that are new that that just came out fairly recently. Oh, fun. and sorry, I kind of talked over while you were saying what it's about. No, that's yeah. It's just it's they there's like they find a dish and then it's they go taste three different price points like. In some of them, it's extreme. Like, like they'll go yeah. have the dollar version of it, and then the two thousand dollar version. Of yeah, it. and uh, then they vote on you know which is the best or which is worth mm-hmm. it, the most worth it. And so it's really cute. They have a really cute dynamic, which I think they is do. And they go to fun places, and it's amazing. Like the difference, and many many times, they'll the one that they find is worth it is the cheapest one. Oh, which I love. Yeah. And because obviously that's my price point. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I want the cheap stuff. Um, But, you know, but 
can, like, if it's made with love or made with good ingredients, it can be just as good as the expensive stuff. So, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I need to, I need to watch those new episodes. That's good to know. Yeah. Well, then, because I had watched that, I guess, it suggested, you know, the computer suggested to me um, Mm -hmm. a show called Day of Gluttony. Uh Uh-huh. Which. um, I'm listening. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And it's these two guys, Harry and Bruce Bruce. Bruce Bruce? Bruce Bruce. Oh, my God. (laughs) They are also adorable and have a cute little relationship with each other. Um, Like. They're a little more broy, though. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! But also, just can I like Harry and Bruce? Bruce should be the name <laughs> of a children's book. <laughs> I bet, I bet we could tell them, hey, you guys, put this in the format of a children's book. And call yeah. it Harry and Bruce, Bruce, and you will, yes, you'll get readers. Adorable. I bet they would be down for it. Um, yes. So what they do is they start out there in San Francisco. And then they go to different cities. I think there's only, this was actually, um, was recorded like several years ago. Um, and then it was just one season. So there's no more to be coming from this unless they mm-hmm. revive it because it's now, it's like another one of those, it's new to Hulu things. Uh-huh. And so um, it was a web series, I guess. But they go to 24 places in a day. Oh my gosh. And they start. They go to breakfast and they go to like six, oh six different places for breakfast, and they they take like, one bite at each place. No, because they eat. They don't eat the individual meals, but they like share meals at these places. Still, oh my goodness! Yes. Now some places. I mean, I love to go, eat, and that's a lot. <laughs> that, yeah, it, I was afraid I wouldn't be able to watch it because it was going to make me sick, but. <laughs> <laughs> Because I like the whole overeating thing. I that I can't. Yeah, I can't. Stop yeah, it. I don't want to watch that. But, but, yeah, and they're like, and you know, anyway, you you should just take a look at it because I totally they're will. they're like fit guys. It's not like they're like, you know, just yes. slobs that are just yeah. like uh, eating everything. Yeah, <laughs> I do this every day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then watch my shame. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Don't look away. <laughs> but no, they, so some, some of the places that they go to, like they'll go to a juice bar or they'll go to get coffee or they'll, you know, so it's not yeah. just like food the whole time. Right, right, right. But um, it is really cute. And cool. they do, they, they, they go to San Francisco. One of them is Austin, which I was, oh, I thought fun. Cool. And so I had been to, you know, a couple of places. That yeah. They to. I want to see and, what I recognize. Uh, yeah, exactly. So um, it's really cute. And it's only, like I said, it's only, there's short episodes. There's only uh, nine of them. So. Nice. That's something I can get through in an afternoon. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. My day of television. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I had been, um, somebody else, Lisa on staff had said that she'd watched this show called crazy delicious and I was intrigued. So I checked it out. It's on Netflix. Uh It is crazy is not a strong enough word. Oh my goodness. It is a show about these chefs who are supposed to make the most like outrageous um, reimagining of whatever it is that they can. Uh And so and like, I think it's the first episode. They're supposed to reimagine pizza. Okay. Which 
yeah, you know, like, okay, how are you going to do that? Mm-hmm. Because how many people have tried to do that, right? right? You know, first of all, before I get to what they came up with, the judges are these three well-known chefs uh-huh. and they're all in white. Uh-huh. And I missed this. Like I wasn't paying much attention in the first <laughs> episode. And then on the second episode, I was like, whoa, what's happening? <laughs> because they're like, they're styled as gods that are oh. like, bestowing these ingredients <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on the contestant. Yeah. If you missed that. Yeah, I can imagine so, that'd be pretty confusing. <laughs> I just thought, okay, maybe I switched this with bong appetite or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> we got confused. But um, so then they had this like, it's beautifully decorated in style. I can see why Lisa was into it. Cool. Um, so there's like this beautiful, like Garden of Eden type space where they go to pull the, like, to uh, you know, pluck their vegetables out of uh-huh. these like wildly colored trees and gardens and stuff. It's just, just wow, it's insane. It is truly bonkers. Well, and it's I love, I mean, there are so many food shows, yeah, you gotta, you've got to, yeah, you have to make it stand out. So, I don't know if cool. I'm going to continue to watch it, but I applaud, the, yes, yeah, yeah the yeah just watching the the chefs go in and like pull their carrots out of these like crazy <laughs> Alice in Wonderland looking gardens oh my gosh it's very strange but so this one guy reimagines pizza as a volcano oh. and he mixes um like charcoal powder into his dough so it's black uh-huh. And he makes it into balls that are filled with like cheese and pepperoni or whatever. Uh-huh. And then he makes the pizza sauce into the lava running down this volcano built out of these black pizza All balls. Right. It is amazing. And the and you can tell the judges are like, this is going to be disgusting. And oh. they <laughs> they found it delicious and they loved it. And cool. Loved it. Okay. Well, I yeah. do love a surprise. <laughs> but I've ruined it for you. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, just that's just to give you a little taste about what you're yeah. in store for you if you <laughs> try this show. Well, I'm interested in watching at least one episode. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then the last thing I'll I'll mention is another yet another food show. I was really in the zone. Please, and it's a show <laughs> um, by Roy Choi, the chef, mm-hmm. and he's done several different um, shows. And uh, it's called Broken Bread. And I think it's another one. I think it was on PBS when it first uh, aired. Mm-hmm. And it's about, it's in Los Angeles. It's about chefs who are doing something to make the community better. Cool. So, so like, for example, there's one restaurant um, where the woman, the owner employs um, ex-convicts and people who you know, can't be employed elsewhere. Right. Them, like it you know, gives them a leg up and stuff like that. Aww. And so it's another short one. There's only a you know, few episodes, but um, it's really great. And all of the shows I think are um, indicative of how, and I, you know, feel this because I like to feed people at the library, you know? Yeah. Food is such a um, way to, to demonstrate your, love and care and appreciation mm-hmm. for people 
and um, that it can also, you know, in turn in the, like in the Broken Bread show by uh, Roy Choi, mm-hmm. it can, you know, work in the opposite direction too. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was going to say, you know, one of our missions at the library is to um, build the community of Nacogdoches and bring people closer together. Yeah, food is the way to do that. So mm-hmm. um, that's great. Yeah. What was the title again? Uh, Broken Bread. Broken Bread. And so, you know, I and just to, as a wrap up, and because of that, it, it does, it sort of reminded me of how um, bittersweet the uh, Big Read is this year. So yeah. it's yeah. our fourth year of doing a community-wide read, and we had planned all of these amazing food-related events. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I don't think, you know, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to do them in the same way. We're thinking of other ways that we can do things, you know, to include, you know, edible stuff, food. Yeah, things, but, yeah. Um, you know, we're have to be careful too so I'm it was it was kind of made me sad because that had been such a big part of our big reads in the past is sure bringing people together to share a meal and to share the reading experience and and all of those things together are I think those threads that help strengthen a community and yeah and and and, you know you can better talk to and understand and have compassion for somebody with a full stomach <laughs> definitely so anyway so I guess maybe that was why it was food focused this week is I was yes. thinking about that stuff but yes anyway uh, I think I think we'll wrap up for this episode and you're um, going out of town so I'm envious so enjoy your trip thank you yeah And we will see all of you listeners next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Afraid you missed one of our scintillating selections? Check out wakelet.com and you'll find a collection of all of the titles that we have mentioned on our podcast.